thank you for joining me for another episode of Angels and the King. Um, my name is Kingsley. I'm your podcast host. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'm try to keep this short and sweet. Um, I guess my famous last words. But today I really want to focus on compassion and kindness. Um, seems like I, I, I find it everywhere I go. And I think... I seek it out because there, there's a little bit of contrast in the world. Um, I find that contrast almost everywhere I go. Um, you've got the compassion and kindness portion of, of life. But then I will also catch glimpses of what I, what I deem to be ugliness and not treating people with love and kindness. Uh, and those that know me know that I've, I've, there's definitely some duality uh, within myself. And I find that it's, uh, as of lately, it's a lot easier to live in the love. Um, not just love for others, but love for myself. And I find as, as I'm at peace, it's a whole lot better, a uh, whole lot easier for me to love on other people. Um, so, for those of you that it doesn't come so easy, and I think there was a time that, that I was there myself, this is really a podcast today that's going to focus on some actionables, uh, simple activities. And it, it could be one of those that, hey, you know what, I'm going to take one of these little 13 activities today and I'm going to try to incorporate this throughout my day. Doesn't need to be anything big and stellar, uh, but... But observe, uh, observe how you feel when you try one of these activities. I know. Initially, when I when I first started off, I, I it didn't feel genuine. Um, it didn't feel genuine, and I think that contrast within myself was coming more from my ego of like this isn't how you treat people. Um, <laughs> or really what you want to do is you really want to slap that dude in the face is what you really want to do. And I'm like, you know what? That, that part of me no longer serves me. I st- it's still there, but it no longer serves me. Um, and I find, I find myself living in this, uh, I guess this peaceful place. And many of the battles that I have take place within myself. Uh, not outside of myself. And so I'm learning to master uh, the, the kind of the things outside of myself. And I think I, I master that by just letting it go and learning to be an observer. And that's another conversation for another day. So, gosh, I don't know how much you know about uh, how compassion really affects your body and how it affects people. But I can tell you this. That adding a dose of compassion to someone else's day not only (laughs) (laughs) uplifts their spirits, it also makes you feel happier too. I think that's a big piece. Even when I've got my grumpy pants on, and yeah, I said grumpy pants, uh, it lifts my spirits. And sometimes it allows me to just be the observer of like, why am I feeling grouchy? Well, I only got four hours of sleep. Um, how do I shake this off? And I tell you by treating people with kindness and compassion brings me joy. 
to see people smile or to help shed, uh, uh, share or enlighten um, little parts of people's lives, little observations. And even if it's only for a second, I spend a lot of time with people in the elevator um, as part of part of my new gig I've, I've got an office downtown Eugene and the office is up on the sixth floor so I will often have an opportunity to chat with people in the elevator now it's real easy to whip out your phone and start texting or check eBay or or Amazon things like that um, however I've been trying to make it a point to create little meaningful conversations and I don't mean just that little chit chat that uh, I'm burning time type stuff um meaningful conversations for that 30 to 45 seconds and um, it helps me to get my day started off right uh, there are sometimes I'm absolutely silent in the elevator as I'm like what am I doing right now <laughs> still kind of a zombie but that's one of the things that I've recently uh, began to incorporate in my day and a lot of that is because it does uplift the spirits of of the people that you're talking to, it makes them happier, but it also makes me happier. And while most of us intend to be compassionate beings every day, our hectic schedules and busy lives often get in the way of, of simply being kind to one another. I've been a victim of that. I think I've created that environment in the past of allowing myself to be so busy that I forget the simple things. And it really is the simple things. It doesn't cost me any money. It barely even cost me any time. I was already in the elevator where I was already walking down the street, you know. Um, and it, it, it's learning to keep your head up, throw your phone in your pocket, and, and greet people with uh, smiling eyes and a big smile on your face. Uh, and carrying that love with me everywhere I go. I'm no saint, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm no saint. However, I do have moments uh, of the most high. You know what I mean? Of the most high. And it's like, how do I, how do I expand those moments? I expand those moments by incorporating things into my day with a purpose, with intention. These activities are, are, are activities that you should do with great intent. Some people say, fake it till you make it. Um, I know for myself, I've had to adjust my spirit sometimes. If I don't feel like giving... I'm not giving. Trust me, I won't. I won't give, and it doesn't matter if you've got a flat on the side of the road. If my, if I'm struggling, I'm not going to do it. However, I am finding that there are ways for me to adjust my energy and my mindset to switch to that 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 loving heart that make me want to um, give and share. The amazing things is that even the smallest, most simple gestures can brighten someone's day and make you feel more connected to others. We live in the land of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. 
we're connected by technology, but I think we're more disconnected by our souls. That we don't take the time in our day to get to know people. And I'm not just talking about knowing your neighbor. I'm talking about even sometimes uh, the people that are closest to us. Uh, Our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our fathers, our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, our teachers, our managers, our leaders in our company, our employees. Sometimes we're not even taking the time to get to know our gardeners that have been a great service to us for many of years, five, ten years. You know their name, but that's about where the where it stops. Sometimes there's a language barrier. Um, however, I know most of us are crafty enough and that we all speak uh, the human language, that if we really wanted to connect, we can do it through smiles. We can do it through fumbling through Spanish, and then maybe that's being me being a little racist or assuming. However, I know there are a lot of uh, a lot of people that cut grass that don't necessarily English is not their first language, and it gives us an opportunity, you know, to to be kind to those that are in servitude. It could be I I don't know I I, I digress, but it's really about. We could do this right where we are with the people we have around us if we just slow down a little bit. So check out these 13 quick and easy ways to sprinkle compassion into your day. Even the busiest person on the planet will be able to fit these onto their calendar. Take note of what happens when you introduce these small acts of compassion into your life. Teach your kids. Make it a contest. Make it fun and watch the reactions of people. But also, more importantly, watch the reactions of what goes on inside of your heart and the internal dialogue that happens inside of your head. However, I do want to let you know that this does come with some side effects. Some of the side effects of compassion may include uplifted spirits, a feeling of connection to those around you, a greater mindfulness, and reduced depression. Who couldn't benefit from these side effects? Something so beautiful. Something so beautiful. And it brings so much more light to the planet. There's plenty of darkness. Plenty of darkness. Let's increase the light. So the number one thing that I listed on here is that you could offer your full attention to someone. This right here seems to be really hard to come by. That I will often go to mills with people and they'll have their phone out and checking things out on Facebook or on Instagram and not being fully present. Um... As I grow older, and hell, I don't even think it's because I'm growing older. As I grow a little bit wiser, I'm very mindful of the people that I spend time with. My time is valuable to me. 
I want to be valued. So, because I want to be valued, I want to be respectful of other people's times as well. Offer your full attention to someone. I can tell you that attention is the rarest and the purest form of generosity. This came from a French philosopher um, uh, and social activist, Simone Will. Task, to-do list, text can easily distract us from uh, giving a person our full attention. So today, try being completely present with someone and notice what happens. Put your phone on silent. Hell, in some cases, you might even be able to put your, put your phone on airplane mode. That's the next level of commitment. And I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not asking you to go all out, all, all out. However, I do think it's okay to put it on silence or on vibrate and put it in your pocket. Uh, let people notify people that, that hey, I'm going to be offline for 30, 30 minutes to an hour and a half. I'll get back to you at my earliest convenience. And let that be that. There are always going to be emergencies, but I can also tell you this, that there's a whole lot of stuff that hits our phones that are not emergencies. Like the meme update. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not an emergency. And I don't give two shakes of a stick about that meme while we're having dinner or we're having lunch or we're having a meaningful conversation. I just don't care. Unless it's part of the conversation. Um, so try, give, give that a go. Number two, express sincere gratitude to a friend. My group of friends over the years has become, uh, rather small, rather small. I've got a lot of old friends that have been there for, <laughs> for a long time, you know, but I don't hesitate to pick up the phone, and let people know how much they mean to me. I've got a dear friend in Oklahoma uh, by the name of Joseph Marlowe. Um, and this guy, um, gosh, my eyes are getting all teary, probably should have given up on me uh, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, um, <laughs> just as... Some, some of my activities, some of my ideas maybe weren't the brightest ideas, you know, uh, could have cost us our life or, I mean, the lives of other people. Um, so for me to share my gratitude with him and thank him for never giving up on our friendship um, means the world to me. Uh, something so simple, you know what I mean? So make it a point today. Find one person um, and, and share a sincere sense of gratitude to that person. It could be as simple as a text message or a recorded message or a phone call or a surprise visit to the office. Let people know that they're appreciated. The, the big question here is, do your friends and loved ones know how much you appreciate them? Bring a smile to someone's face by sending a message or placing a phone call just, just to say thank you. And nothing more. 
Let them ponder on why you're calling to say thank you. Number three, take a photo of something beautiful and text it to someone in your life. We all have our phones. Some of you, some of you old cats still rocking those, those flip phones, and that's okay. You know why? Because it still has a freaking camera. Take that phone out. Take a picture of something beautiful in your life. And text it to someone. Sometimes simple text is all it takes to brighten someone's day of someone that you love. And it only takes a moment. Number four. This is a tough one, I think, for a lot of people. And I've got, I've got some of my own stuff going on as well. And this is detach from technology for an hour and look for opportunities to be helpful. Look for opportunities to be of service. It's okay to put your phone away. Put it on airplane mode. Move away from your computer. Take a walk. Grab a bite. Open your eyes to your surroundings and notice what's happening. Perhaps you can open the door for someone whose hands are full and help them carry groceries in. Or purchase a cup of coffee for someone who looks sad. There are so many small things you can do um, to be a service or be helpful to others. Sometimes it's as simple as, as being aware. Number five. This is, this is a good one. I don't, know, I don't know where everybody lives. Last time I checked the demographics, I've got people, um, people in Oregon, people in Texas... I think I've got a, a listener in Australia and a couple in the UK. Um, but arm yourself with $5. Now, $5 here stateside will get you a little something-something. $5 in the UK might not go quite as far, quite as far as $5 here in the States. In Australia, I know $5 is a little bit more uh, or a little bit less than it is here stateside. Carry $5 with you and travel throughout your day seeking for ways to spread compassion with the cash. Buy a coffee for someone who seems sad. Hey, that's always a good pick-me-up. Get a sandwich for somebody who seems hungry. Here's a, a, a rather beautiful one. Purchase a flower for a loved one or even a stranger. It's funny that when you give to people out of nowhere and you're expecting nothing, I get this a lot. Now, I think a lot of it could be my stature. You know, I'm 6'4", over 300 pounds. Just a big dude. Big dude. Um, <laughs> I say big dude as I, as I think about like when I'm walking downtown Eugene and how small people appear. Um, that... Often just saying hello sometimes startles people. And I think it's because they're not quite expecting it. So to do something as simple and as beautiful as giving someone a flower and saying, I hope you have a beautiful day, creates this ripple effect. And may, and may they pay it forward. And, and if they can't pay it forward as far as buying someone else a flower or something like that, maybe they could just share their experience with their friends and family. Number six, 
bring back snail mail and send a letter of encouragement. Now, for a lot of you young cats, and I say young as I'm learning that I'm, I'm getting a little bit older, my mind doesn't feel young, or my mind doesn't feel old uh, by any means, but I am finding that we don't use the U.S. Post Office like we used to. This is really calling you, hey, you know what? Bring back the snail mail. Send a letter of encouragement. Send a handwritten note to a friend who could use a pick-me-up. It's a small investment of time that provides big dividends because your friend can revisit the card whenever he or she is filling down. Once again, very simple, and it only takes a few moments. It might cost you, hmm, it might cost you, what, 50, 60 cents? I'm not even sure what these gosh darn stamps cost now. You know, I could tell you this, if you didn't have the, the money to send to send a letter, you hit me up, you shoot me a message at angelsandtheking at gmail.com, and I'll pay for the damn postage. And I don't, I, I don't care how many letters uh, uh, you're sending out. I will pay for the postage. Something so simple can bring someone so much joy. Number seven. Greet a stranger with a smile and kind word. Compassion should not just be reserved for people that you know. I think it's easy to love on the people that we know and show compassion and kindness to the people that we know. We need to shed light to the people, all the people of the world. Even sometimes the people we, we, we don't feel like deserve that compassion and kindness. You can simply brighten the days of others by looking them straight in their eyes and smiling. This simple act can help you to feel more connected to your community or your office or your building. Or your street. You know what I mean? It's just, it just keeps growing. And it's real easy for people to walk with their head down. You know, when I was in when I was in New York City, one of the first things I noticed is nobody makes eye contact. Like everybody feels like you're trying to work a hustle or that you want something from them. And uh, obviously growing up in Oklahoma. And then being out here in Oregon, it's very different out there. And I was able to, to kind of corner some people uh, and ask the questions of like, is this how everybody is out here? And it's just like, you don't want to be a victim. That's how you become a victim, by looking people in the eyes and doing all these things. I'm like, well, that's very different. That's very different. I can see the intentions of someone uh, light years ahead if I can look them in the eye. Um, and so it's just it's just a very different thing. And when people smile at you, the, the, or, or you smile at someone when you're in New York or anywhere back east, they're looking at you like you're crazy. What are you looking at? What are you smiling at? Uh, <laughs> which still brings me joy. You know what I mean? It's I'm shining a little bit of light on a little bit. I don't want to call them dark, darkness, but I'm shining a little bit of light. And you don't know what to do with it because it's a little bit different. Shine that light, man. Shine that light. Number eight. Practice compassionate listening. 
When you're with a friend or a family member, listen without responding. Listen without judging. I said judging. I meant judging with a G at the end. Or listen without giving advice. Most of us simply want to be heard. And it is a true gift when someone truly listens with an open heart. Many of us, and a lot of you that are listening, are fixers. Tell me, tell me what your problem is so I can help you fix it. And sometimes, sometimes we just want to be heard. I don't need you to fix it. I just want you to hear me. I want you to feel me. Do you feel where I'm coming from? And that's, I think that's a, that's a skill that many of us need to practice. I know I get in fix-it mode. I, I, already, I already know I do. I have to sometimes make a conscious effort to sit there or, or even ask, what's your intention behind telling me? I don't say it quite like that. But I want to know, are, is this something that you're looking to fix? Or is this something that you're, you're wanting to share with me right now? I just need to get it off my chest. Perfect. So what's going on? And then bam. And then I start asking questions because I want to fully understand what's going on. And then if they decide to switch gears of like, how do I fix this? I've gained enough information that I could be helpful. And help, 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 help them come up with the, the proper solution. So practice compassionate listening. It takes a little bit. It's not very intuitive for all of us. Number nine, have compassion for our planet. I think this is one of those that, gosh, I think a lot of people will have a hard time with. This one took me a while. Um, I was just joking about, like, in Oklahoma, I remember as a kid, if your TV stopped working, you just threw it out by the curb. Washer and dryer, uh refrigerator throw it out by the curb you know now that you're learning a little bit more about like how devastating it is to the environment to throw tvs there are places that you can take these but i'm finding that i'm like hey you know what we only have one planet um and these plants produce the air we need to breathe i enjoy walking through parks without garbage uh, I'm not going to tell you every time I walk through a park I'm going to pick up garbage uh, because that would be a bold-faced lie. But I can tell you there have been a great many of times that I do pick up trash um, as I want to leave it in a better state than what, the way I found it. I know when my son and I go play basketball, and we'll play, and I don't care how much garbage is out there, we're taking it with us because we want to leave the basketball court in a better condition than the way we found it. And that means picking up these Gatorade bottles and condoms and, and, and just other random things you find at basketball courts. And it's a small little token back to our environment, back to our planet. Now, I'm not saying I recycle these, <laughs> recycle all those Gatorade bottles. They often will find their way straight to the trash. Uh, however... I, I will gladly take that, that little knock um, because I feel like overall we're doing more harm than we are, we are good. 
no, we're doing more good than we are harm. So it's kind of flip, flipping it around. So the next one, number 10, is I think for a lot of people, this one really comes... Sometimes it's easy for some of us, uh, some of us easier than others, is don't be afraid to compliment a, either a colleague or a loved one. Research indicates that employees need an ideal praise to criticism ratio of three to one. I can already tell you that there are a lot of organizations that are failing to meet that. Matter of fact, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I can say that there are a great many of organizations that fail to meet that ratio. Um, so in order for us to be the most effective and have these healthy relationships, uh, truth, truthfully, it, it needs to be five to one, that positive and negative interactions. You can improve your work and home atmosphere, and your kind word uh, might just make someone's day. It just really means, man, sometimes you got to slow down, slow down a little bit. I know where I'm working currently, it's actually a rather small office, but I'm very, 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 very grateful. Um, probably more grateful now than I've ever been for the people that I work with. A lot of it is because I don't, I possess the skills it takes to do the job, but there are a lot of tools to use that I'm not familiar with. And these guys are taking time out of their day to help ensure that I'm successful. Um, and so I make sure that my gratitude is seen and that it is felt. Um, and something so small, you know what I mean. And I'll, I'll get these guys some gifts. Hopefully they're not listening. But I'll get these guys some gifts because I truly appreciate uh, the time and energy they've invested in me. Um, so step number 11. This is a huge one. Set an intention to treat everyone with kindness today. You know what? I've, I've heard some people make some pretty harsh uh, intentions for the day. Oh, the hell with the day. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna let her, I'm gonna let everybody have it. I'm having a bad day. Everybody else is gonna reap uh, the, 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 just the, feel the nastiness coming off of me. Wow, that's one hell of a way to start the day. Uh, that way doesn't serve me very well um and the reason that doesn't serve me very well is i i don't want to live like that and i've had my fair share of uh i guess things you can deem as unfair happen i try to shrug that off and keep it moving man keep it moving so by setting an intention to treat everyone with kindness today it's not always so easy but it's definitely worth trying Try to bring that mindfulness to your words and refrain from saying anything negative for the entire day. If you slip, you could always restart. Your kind intention is the key. I know when I'm trying to keep track of my thoughts, I will often, often, I will often carry a little tiny notepad that I can keep in my pocket. And it could be I'm not wanting to track the bad behavior. I don't, I, I don't want to give it any more energy than it already has. But I do want to track my kind thoughts 
and my kind words and my kind actions. And I think we would all be alarmed in a good way, you know, um, how kind we can be throughout the day when we set it to be an intention. This is a big one for so many people. I really don't struggle with this. Um, and that's drive with patience. That's number 12. Drive with patience and reduce your road rage. Um, I think a lot of people really struggle with this. Uh, for myself, I don't know what the deal is. I've just kind of found this little peaceful place. I've had uh, a guy a couple years ago try to run me off the road with his truck. And what I mean by run off the road, I mean he was in my lane, uh, well into my lane. And I just reached this point in my mind, I'm like, you're just going to have to run me right off the road. Now, if you run me off the road, you're not going to like the consequences. And I'm not talking about calling the cops. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're not going to like the consequences. But it didn't worry me. I didn't chase him down. You know what I mean? He eventually took off, and we were heading <laughs> in the same vicinity. You know what I mean? But I would, I just let it go. It was a topic of conversation. I probably put it on Facebook or something to share my experience with people. Um, number one, I didn't allow it to disrupt my day. Um, it was a, a great story that I was able to share with people. And then, again, it was impactful enough that I remembered three or four years later, and I'm able to share it here on this podcast. So my ask of you is to try exercising patience with your fellow drivers. I know it's going to be tough. But it's a, I think it's a good exercise to try. We never know what's going on in their life. I've seen some people truly lose it. <laughs> and I do mean truly lose it. And it makes you wonder... What's going on in your life that you feel like you need to wave a gun out the window? Or what's going on in your life that you feel like with your kids in the car, you need to be flipping me off? What's really going on in your life that you want to try to go toe-to-toe with me being two girls? You know what I mean? Like, get out of here. That's <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Your life might be a little out of control. I'm not here to cast judgment. We all we all got our stuff we need to work on. But I can tell you this: you start looking or or, or t- putting your putting yourself in a position of like, I wonder what must be going on in their life that this is how they need to behave. You know, I'm not taking pictures of your license plate. I'm not calling into the cops. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to pray for you and keep it moving. You know, don't do anything to cause me any harm or anybody else. I'm just going to keep it moving. I'll remember the story and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to share it with someone else, you know? So that pretty much wraps it up. You know, um, when we're looking at, when we're looking at events or not events, but activities that you can incorporate in your day-to-day life. To, to share a little kindness and compassion. Twelve simple things. Write them down. Tear them up into little, little shreds of paper. Put them in a hat. Shake it up. Pull one out for the day. And let that be the one thing that you focus on. 
you can't do it for the day, can you do it from the time you get to work to lunch? If you can't do it then, can you do it on your lunch? You know, break it up in little segments. Make it make it into a game. Um, if this is something that you find to be helpful, feel free to shoot me a message. You can reach me at angelsintheking at gmail.com or if you are listening to me on Anchor, you can record a quick voice memo and send that on over to me as I truly appreciate your feedback. And um, that's how I learn. That's how I grow. And I can incorporate the things that you share with me into future podcasts. If there's anything that you would like to hear more about or like to learn, feel free, once again, through the same avenues or channels, you can reach out to me. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter, so there are countless ways to find me. And also Facebook. Can't Definitely can't forget Facebook. So if you haven't taken the time to go to my Facebook page, go ahead and go to Angels and the King. And you can find that just by typing that in the search engine. And like the page. That way you'll be notified when I come out with a new podcast. And with all of that information I just gave you, I am signing out. Lots of light and love. Stay blessed. And take care of yourself and each other. Love you.